if you are listening to this episode, know that this episode is now in a devotional journal. That's right. This episode is now in a devotional journal that was created and inspired by season one of Spirituality Podcast. It was created to catapult you into a new level of connectedness and relationship with God. Each topic, experience, and application is now in written form with pages for you to reflect and journal. Go ahead over to the show notes and grab your copy today. I'll make sure to leave you a personal note and drop a little surprise in too. Enjoy it. You are now tuning in to Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Latanya Moore. This is the place where we cover all things related to your spiritual maturity. I'm talking topics, experiences, and application. It's also the place where you can receive practical tips when you are ready to strengthen your relationship with God. Hashtag practical. So you know what? Let's not waste any time. Let's jump right in to today's episode. This episode is brought to you by Keys to the Kingdom. Not only is it a podcast series, but it's true symbolism of the portals, promises, and power that can be unlocked using the access already granted by God. You hold the keys, and because you do, Take this opportunity to purchase a reminder of that by purchasing a keychain. I bet you don't leave the house without your keys, right? So why leave the house without this powerful, powerful, powerful reminder that you hold the keys and that it's in the word of God. Each key is only $5 and that includes shipping costs as well as an infographic that tells you all about what you can unlock, the vision that God has provided, and scriptures to go alongside each one of those things. To order a key, just go over to the show notes and click the link. Go ahead, grab your key. You hold the keys. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? Welcome to another episode of Spirituality podcast. Have a seat at the table. Grab your coffee, your tea. Is this your first time here? Welcome. We love new family members. Do me a favor and share this the moment that you hear something that resonates with you or know someone who could benefit from this episode. So go ahead and do that for me as well. Y'all, we are 20 weeks into this thing. I can hardly believe (laughs) that I have been podcasting for 20 weeks, 20 episodes in. And um, I'm so, I'm so, so grateful because I've had people to really stick with me this entire journey who commented on every episode, who sent me feedback on every episode. And so I appreciate that so much. Keep it coming because it really helps me to, you know, connect with you as my audience. And um, it helps me to understand just what God is doing right through your testimony. So yes, listen, today we are talking about worship, worship, 
just creating an experience that nourishes your soul. I don't know about you, but I love to worship, but it did not happen overnight. (laughs) It didn't happen overnight. There are so many facets to worship and it's so much more than music, right? You can worship God, you know, in the way you talk, in the way that you treat others, you know, in your life overall. But for this particular episode, I am going to focus on worship through music. Um, I really believe that God is calling me to do more, um, you know, teaching and really kind of putting some things out there as it relates to worship, but in another season of spirituality podcast, right? So that's upcoming. And um, he downloaded so much to me and I knew that some of it was for later. And this is definitely about you know, music, worshiping through music. So come on, God, with the plan. I am here for it. So I just wanted to take a moment just to really, you know, just define worship. What is worship? How in the world do we get into a place and a posture where we understand the importance of worship and how to do it? Well, I love my commentary Bible. I am so grateful for this Bible. My commentary Bible has... Um, words of the Bible, popular common words of the Bible defined. And it defines worship as the recognition of God for who he is, what he has done, and what we are trusting him to do. Woo! Who he is, what he has done, and what we are trusting him to do. That is just so powerful that that is how worship is defined. I also love my concordance and I am praying for a pronunciation anointing as I look things up in my concordance. I'm like, oh, Lord, how you pronounce this? So as I look at the Greek and Hebrew words that really um, help to define worship as well, I learned that, you know, it really means to bow down to prostrate oneself, right? To be on hand and knees, hand and fall and knees in order to really pay homage to God. And so those are all just um, so powerful because it helps us understand, you know, that root of worship, right? I want you to know how powerful worship is because I see people all the time, you know, especially in church services um, before COVID, pre-COVID, when we can actually go in the building. (laughs) I would see people all the time who just literally look like they could not break through, almost as if they were in this worship experience, but they were being held back, right? Like literally they were holding on too tight to their personality or to their reputation or maybe the eyelashes. I don't know. Maybe their hair. I don't know. You know, I listen, I love my curls, but I mean, I I lose a few curls for a good worship experience now, of course. So this, this became like really important to me to really help people understand worship. And I especially was really keen on this for um, my team ministry because I wanted them to know early how important worship was, right? If you listen to my Chart of My Journey episode, I talked a lot about my seasons. If you haven't listened, go back and um, and listen to this episode. But I define the seasons of my spirituality as religious, relationship, release, and radical. 
And I'm still in that radical season now. But in my religious season is where I was in that holding back phase. Like I literally was in church and scared to stand up sometimes because the people around me weren't standing up or, you know, standing up, but waiting on, almost like waiting on someone to give me a directive, you know? And so I'm so glad now that I've broken through to that place. But again, it took time. It was really in my relationship season that I learned how to worship, like true worship. And I learned because I was worshiping in my house, you know, I felt completely comfortable. And, um, and I just really began to learn how to just spend time in the presence of God. Right. And as I did that, those words, the lyrics, because we're talking about worship through song, those lyrics, began to speak not only to my ears, but to my heart, right? They began to literally penetrate my heart. And as I sat just in his presence, you know, I literally got it. I was guided by Holy Spirit to move my body. So that may have meant, you know, lifting my hands. It could have meant, you know, pacing back and forth. It could have meant, you know, me yelling out, you know, to God. And so I began to learn how to worship in that way. When you learn how to worship, it isn't just, you know, listening to a song, singing along. No, it's so much more than that. That song literally begins to speak to your heart and speak to your spirit. Something shifts in your spirit, right? Another thing that really happened during this time, especially as I was going through this relationship season, is that I started attending a church, um, my current church, where the atmosphere that was set for worship was different than what I was used to. And at first I thought it was super weird. I'm like, why is it so dark in here? <laughs> why are there smoke machines? Why is there, you know, all of these like effects? And I started to realize that that atmosphere for me made me a little more comfortable. I literally felt like I was in my best worship position when I went to church, right? Because again, I had learned these things at home, but I felt so comfortable, I guess, because the atmosphere was set around me. And so I stopped worrying or caring about what the people around me were doing. It didn't matter. I literally allowed Holy Spirit to just guide my body, even as I was in that experience, in that worship experience. And if that meant my hands going up, both of them, just one of them, that may have meant me jumping up and down. It could have meant, you know, me getting out of my chair and going to like an area in the back of the church so I could pace back and forth because that's how I was being guided, right? I remember talking to one of my friends after, you know, (laughs) one of the worship experiences and I told her and I said, I think I'm like my best self in worship now. And I'm not sure exactly what happened, but all of a sudden today I started screaming out glory. (laughs) And she's like, what? And I literally felt the shift as I screamed glory. And so now those things are just normal. If you, if you are a quiet worshiper, I'm just not, um, your girl is just not the one to sit beside in a worship experience (laughs) because I am doing, I'm on hashtag team too much during worship. 
So I remember having that experience and I thought, wow, you know, this has really shifted for me and it made me want to worship even the more. When I talk to my teenagers, sometimes they would ask me like, why do you put your hands up? You know, and I went back to a place where I had this amazing encounter where I, um, I had broken through, like I felt loosened almost in a worship experience and I had my hand up. And it was almost as if I felt like Jesus reaching down and holding my hand. It's so powerful. It was such a powerful moment because I thought, oh my God, I want to put my hands up all the time. And so one of the ways I explain this to my teens and teen ministry is that imagine if God was reaching down for you, what would you do? You know? And so um, that's the way I convinced them. (laughs) convince them to start raising their hands in worship or, you know, moving as if, you know, um, Jesus was standing right there, right beside them, you know, watching or reaching down from heaven. So I say all that to say I became super, super comfortable in worship and I seek to really be around people and help people understand that there's a breakthrough in their worship, right? Their answer to that prayer is in their worship. They can move mountains in their worship. Their next move is in that worship. Their next level is in that worship. And that is why worship is so important. That's why worship is so important. There are so many scriptures on worship and um, many of them talk about, you know, Like John 4 and 24 talks about worshiping God in spirit and in truth. And I think that's so important too, because we have to understand that God is spirit. And so when we worship him, when we call out his name, when we ascribe words to him, right? We want to do so in a way that really honors him, really honors him. And um, I'm so passionate about this right now because I was just mentioning to a group that I'm in as I sent them a devotion um, one morning that worship is so powerful. It's, It's ascribing to the Lord. I was reading and studying Psalms 29 and I just began to, you know, talk about ascribing, like what names will you ascribe to the Lord? And, um, and I started sending some names of God and, um, and it was so powerful because, this this scripture, um, Psalms 29, 2, I believe it is, talks about worshiping the Lord in all of his glory, right? All his glory is due to his name. And so I just kept on saying, ascribe, ascribe, ascribe. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> okay. So um, I just wanted to, you know, just really share um, the growth that I've had as it relates to worship And especially in the area of prophetic worship. Oh, my Lord. When I discovered prophetic worship, I I still cannot really think of how I discovered prophetic worship, especially prophetic worship instrumentals. Listen, when I discovered these instrumentals, my entire life changed. I want you all to get this and be just as excited as I am because, whoo, shift complete shift in my life. And so you're not listening to the words. 
you know, of a song and, you know, really allowing those words to meditate to you, but you really are listening to the sounds and what feels like it came from heaven. And then you can hear more clearly the voice of God. Right. And so, um, whoo, I became a complete fan of our guest. So I am so excited for you to hear our guest who is so, so, so amazing when it comes to creating prophetic worship music. Let's jump right in. Curry was born and raised in Albany, Georgia. He is humble and blessed to be a husband and a father of two boys and one daughter. After high school, he joined the United States Marine Corps and shortly after married his high school sweetheart. He served at Righteousness Ministries International Church in Marietta, Georgia for five years and was later ordained as an evangelist while there. Kirby enjoys going out to the streets of surrounding cities, colleges, malls, and wherever the Lord leads him to spread the gospel. He also hosts youth revivals and worship events that will allow young adults and others to experience the power of God. In his evangelistic efforts, he has witnessed many touched and healed by God. Kirby has a heart that loves God and loves people. God has expanded Kirby in media, and he has now produced two films and has an album titled A Call to Nations. After five years, Kirby is back and producing and recording music for the kingdom. So Kirby, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you are so welcome. Oh my gosh. So um, I follow prophetic worship, hashtag prophetic worship. I've been using prophetic worship for a while now. And so when I saw that you posted um, a new album, I jumped right on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been listening to it ever since. Come on, awesome. Call the Nations. Yes, a call to nations. I'm glad yes. it's been blessing you. It has. Oh my gosh. So um, I wanted to do an episode on worship. So I feel like our generation, you know, um, really, I consider myself young. I'm 36. And so I feel like people are just learning more about prophetic worship. So, um, and I'm normally the one to, to bring it to them. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to, I want to talk more about it. Okay. So what does worship mean to you? Um, well, I guess for, for a, uh, foundational standpoint, mm -hmm. um, when I, when I look through the word, through the Bible and it talked about, um, how the nation of Israel and other people throughout the Bible, how it says that they worship other gods. Mm -hmm. Um, when I look at that in context, I see it as more so submitting as referencing as, um, following and things like that. So, um, to worship for me, um, is, submitting myself to God wholeheartedly and allow him to use me and everything and just constantly giving reference to him, um, in all things. So it's not just, uh, in music, you know, a lot of yeah. times we just related to music, but we worship God in in our conversation, we worship God in our relationships, mm. we worship God in uh, a multitude of ways. So, but from a foundational standpoint, I just look at it as surrendering to God and, honoring him and just creating a space to allow him to use you. Um, wow. You know, I guess in the simplest term, 
or worship. That's what worship is to me. Wow. I think that's amazing because I do think that people look at it as music, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That that worship is only about music. But um, wow, when you said creating a space, now that took me to another place. (laughs) (laughs) Creating a space, right? Um, Yeah. Because we can do that in our relationships, in our careers, in every aspect of our lives. So, wow, that's that's a really great response. Yeah, <laughs> bless the Lord for it. <laughs> yeah. So tell us what your experiences and really your encounters with God have been like, especially since you've learned how to worship using prophetic instrumentals. Um, but I mean, there's been a lot of experiences, a lot of encounters in in doing uh, just all all forms of worship. I think one of the the more recent ones was uh, getting prophetic words mm-hmm. um and just hearing direction from god while yeah. you know while again just creating the atmospheres and for worship you know yeah and this is actually the second um prophetic instrumental album but this one is actually one of the more strategic albums that i've ever done so oh interesting and, and processing everything and starting to work on it um, for me, it was just getting direction on how God wanted it to be about. Mm-hmm. And again, just receiving prophetic words for, you know, the nations, for regions, for the churches. Wow. And all these different things that, you know, God started to do as I um, began to create this thing. And even even listening to yeah. other instrumentals. Yeah. Listen, let me tell you. <laughs> Can I just respond to this question too? <laughs> because ever since I have been listening to prophetic instrumentals, I literally feel like a different person in yes. prayer, yes. like a different person. Um, I always sit down with a notebook whenever I'm listening to, you know, instrumental. I always sit down with tools, you know, mm-hmm. I need my notebook, my notepad. I need the Bible because something might comes up. Yes. I need my concordance because I might need to research something. And I'm like, you know, going in and out. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I, I don't feel like myself anymore. I literally, I feel like I'm elevating. I feel like I'm going higher. Right. There's like a depth. And then I literally start to pray in a different voice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I've had some of the same encounters. Um, and and, it's, and it takes you to, a, it just takes you to a different place. Um, yeah. Where you, where you under, understand that we can literally go to another place here on earth. And yeah. like commune with God and be with God to like really get into the depths of worshiping God in spirit and in truth, you know? Yes. And I think when you talk about going to like another place, I think that's more so the in spirit and in truth where God begins to mm, that's um, good. change our understanding and elevate us to another place. So a lot of times once you come out of that place, you're like, man, I got to go back to work. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I know. Because you felt you, you went somewhere else and you don't want to come, out of that you know yes reality sets back in and you got to try to do it all again so (laughs) oh my gosh let me tell you so i i literally i try to pray in the evening well i do pray in the evenings now you know and i i pray and what i do is (laughs) i don't schedule anything after my prayer time like Mm -hmm. if i if i come out you know and i'm good and i'm like okay i'll do some things but oftentimes i just want to soak in that presence (laughs) Yes. yes i just want to be there so that's amazing wow um Woo. I'm I'm just thinking about it now. I'm ready. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting that you said he gave you a more strategic way for this album. Like I feel when I listen to a call to nations, it's almost like this. Um, 
So actually, I, I like to listen to leaders on repeat. But when I do listen to the whole thing, <laughs> what happens is it's like this. Uh, it is, it's like a journey. Yes. It's like a journey. Yeah. Yes. It's like a journey, like like the sounds. Um, and I don't know how you do this. Tell us how you do this, because it literally it pulls you in and out and then up and down. It's, like, yeah. it's literally <laughs> like a journey. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, um. And when creating creating this, I, I feel like I started it when I didn't know I was starting it, which um, was like last year around March. Mm-hmm. Um, I use I sometimes what I would do is uh, just get on my keyboard and I would just play mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. I would just play. And sometimes in the middle of the day, just if I don't have nothing to do, I say, you know what, I'm just going to get on the keys and I'm going to play. And I would just begin to sing songs to the Lord and things like uh, that. I would say sing new songs. So I was singing this song uh, back last year in March. Mm-hmm. And it was saying he's calling all nations to repent before the throne. Wow. And I forgot all about it. I had it in my phone because I, re- I would record it on my phone just to kind of have it and go back and listen to. Yeah. And I forgot all about it. And a year later, uh, I was reminded once I started the cover, the album cover and everything, mm-hmm. and I went back and listened to to some of those recordings, I said, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I said, this was already, you know, in the making. And, you know, I got the title, I think it was in like January or February when I got the title of Call to Nations, which led me to the cover. So I didn't work on yeah. the cover until I did, until I got the title of it. So when God said, Call to Nations, I said, okay, that's it. So mm-hmm. when I did the cover, um, just to kind of get into the details of the cover, I did the cover so that there was like this wilderness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the wilderness, there was there's also a path. And then at, at the end of the path, there's a cross that sits behind the mountains. And we know, you know, the word where it talks about the mountains and right. how it used the mountains where they had to go and create... Um, have have these places where God would come and mm-hmm. so but then all these different things. So I took all of that and made it as if it was a journey. Um just as you said. <laughs> yeah. So wow. Like a path that leads people to the cross. So Literally. I know a lot of people don't look at the depthness of covers and stuff like that. And some people don't even care. They just want something nice and then say, hey, this is a cover. But again, um, God was very strategic about how he wanted this album to be and how it was. Yeah. Um, and to get more to more so into the instrumentals, I had over over 15 instrumentals that could have went on this album. Wow. But it was so excess tr- overflow. Yes. It was a whole <laughs> lot. But he was so strategic about it. So the more I started listening, I was like, okay, God, how do you want this to be? And then I just started listening, and Leaders, which is one of your favorite ones, mm-hmm. um, actually, that instrumental came out of a 10 days of prayer that I did last year in August. That's a, that's why it's anointing. That is why it's <laughs> blessing me. <laughs> that's my repeat one right there. Yes. You know. <laughs> so I did a 10 days of prayer last year in August, mm-hmm. and for each day, I created a different instrumental to pray okay. to. Wow. And I went back and revisited those and Leaders was the one that made it out of those 10. And wow. then um, I created more. But to get more into the sounds, you know, once I'm playing on the keys, I listen for sounds and, and things that, you know, God gives me as I play. And once mm-hmm. I find it, 
because a lot of times it's just a prophetic flow. I really don't mm. play songs when I play. Yeah. I just play as the Lord leads. And then the production comes after that. So whatever, wow. I, whatever I get in that prophetic moment when I'm just playing, mm-hmm. then I will save it. And then I will go into the production mode. Like once I come out of off the high horse and I get yeah. to the dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's when I go back and I say, okay, this is, this is good right here. I'm going to fully produce this right here. And this will be one of the uh, instrumentals. So that's kind of how the process is. for That me is amazing. Yes. So there is so there's so many layers to this yes. uh, for one <laughs> that I never knew um, about. But it reminds me, too, of on Maverick City's album. And I never heard anyone say this before. As Chandler Moore is speaking on that first song, he says um, he starts asking God to play into, you know, their ears. Yes. You know, to create new melodies, create new tunes. And I yes. thought, oh, this is what, you know, and that was my first time realizing that you know this is this is a whole thing (laughs) yeah wow that's amazing i love it yes so that was that was the process of it and then the trumpets was the last thing that god gave me for it because i was uh, like i had i had the four instrumentals and i was like man this is missing something and then the lord said the shofar and i was like wow i said okay so then i went back and that's how the trumpets came about and once i put those trumpets i had an opening trumpet which is mm-hmm. like the, call. the first song. Yes. Yeah. And then I had the closing trumpet, which was like the end. It's like the completion, the fulfillment, Woo. you know, as you go to it. So as you're listening Thank to you it Jesus. from start to finish, you have the call, which is the trumpet. Then you have this up tempo, like tribal mm-hmm. type of sound, like the line of Judah type. Thing yes. That kind of brings that's, you That's in. the warfare fight yeah. song right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I wanted to make sure one of those was in there. Mm-hmm. because I wanted it to be diverse as well so that people can praise, people can yeah. dance, people can worship, all types of things, and then it leads them into rest. Ooh, it's good. Yeah. My gosh. Y'all, did you hear that explanation? Because I didn't know all of that went into it. I just know that it takes me to a higher place. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow, we appreciate that. You, I mean, that is anointing. That's that's anointing. Um, and so we thank you for bringing down the sounds from heaven okay (laughs) we need it wow i think this is a good time to take a break and just remind you that if you're listening to this podcast and you are loving what you hear to go over to apple go over to spotify go over to whatever podcast platform you're listening to right now and rate this podcast. Come on, y'all. I need some fives. I need five stars. So rate the podcast. Put a review in. Let me know what you're thinking because that is how this podcast will rise to the top. And I seek to be amongst the number one players. So please go ahead, rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thank you. practical techniques um have you utilized to really connect with god during worship like what tips would you share with others um i would just say to be free i mean a lot of times you know we want to do things how we learn how to do Mm -hmm. or or what we hear Mm -hmm. how to do but when you are free and you allow god to use you then you just never know what comes out of that 
Yeah. And, and that's probably one of the most practical, applicable things that you can do when, when being creative, period, in anything in, that you're doing in life. Just be free and allow God to use you so that something great can manifest. I love that. <laughs> I, w- I almost want to ask a follow-up question. What does freedom look like? Because <laughs> what I've noticed um, sometimes, you know, just when I'm worshiping in church and I am free, like I'm all over the place, I might jump, I might throw my hands up, I might get down. Like, you know, I'm just all over the place. And so I right. need space. Give me some space. But I also, I notice people, you know, sometimes who are almost like they're afraid like their arm goes up a little and they and they can't, you know, it's like it's something that's holding it down, like holding it back or something are holding those tears back, you know. So even as, as as I think about, you know, just throwing in something here for someone who is just coming to Christ, like just coming into the kingdom, maybe rededicating their lives. Like, what would you tell them about how to be free? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, where here I have I have this thing where. <clears throat> where I believe in meeting people where they are. Okay. Um, so with that being said, um, I understand that some will kind of be a little bit more advanced, so to say, quote unquote, mm-hmm. than others. So, like, I mean, some will get there and be okay with it than some others. Some, some have to grow into the knowledge of being free and the understanding. And I think a lot of times that sometimes comes through observation um which yeah. is mm. make the light so with i don't want to get too much in that because that'd be a whole teaching yeah <laughs> come on so you can with, preach you can preach us on being, <laughs> <laughs> with us being the light then we um exemplify freedom freedom mm, and as we God. exemplify it then those who are like new believers and they start seeing it um at some point they will inquire about it yeah which, which that's good the door for us to be able to minister to them and so they can understand, like, this is, I'm just free. Like, I just love God. When, I, when I'm, when I say I'm free, I love yeah. God and I worship him like David did, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, good. I'm not concerned about what people say about mm-hmm. me. I'm not concerned about what people, um, how they perception of me when I'm worshiping. I'm just mm-hmm. free. So first thing is meeting them where they are and then being okay. the example and yeah. like their light and then allow them to you know come to you and, and have an understanding so you can minister to them about what freedom actually is mm-hmm. and it's okay to be that way and, and not worry about what people may say if you decide to run yeah scream shout and, and take stuff. off <laughs> <laughs> take yeah. off tell the whole church up okay <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So you're right. It is some of our responsibility too, right? As like deeply rooted believers to um, be a model, be an example. And to, yeah. Okay. That's good. You know, um, spirituality is, is a journey, right? It's we, we're always growing in our spiritual maturity. Um, We talk a lot about spiritual maturity here on, um, on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So, you know, tell us a little bit more about you and what area of your spirituality have you grown the most? Uh, I would say uh, definitely prayer and posture. Mm. Ooh, prayer that's and good. Um, I'll just highlight those two for now. But I actually okay. have there. There's four P's that the Lord has given me here recently. Mm-hmm. But prayer and posture, prayer, posture, position, mm. and, um, purpose. Okay, those are the four P's. But I would say prayer and posture are the two things that I've grown in spiritually. Uh, here recently over the past year or two. Okay. 
Okay. Um, and so tell us more about posture because I feel like prayer people are going to pick up on pretty quickly, right? Like deep yeah, in your prayer yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I, yeah, like you said, I, I, obviously prayer is our communication with the way we communicate with God. Um, yeah. But the, the posture, um, what the Lord revealed to me here recently when I was in prayer mm-hmm. and I started to ask God about these things and he said that the po- our posture is the way we present ourselves before him. Mm, that's good. So when I say posture, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. Um, I had a previous podcast episode where I talked a lot about presenting yourself before him, right? And <laughs> yes. what it's like to enter into prayer and int- not introducing yourself, but announcing yourself, you know, and saying, I actually picked this up from another prophetic voice, um, Sophia Ruffin, where she she talked about, you know, walking into your prayer room, like, you know, Abba, I'm here. Yeah. Father, yeah. I'm here. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm here to spend time with you. I'm here to soak, you know, in your presence. I'm here to sit at your feet, you know, yes. um, and just being in a posture, right. Where you're, where you're, you know, announcing yourself so yes. that, you know, he knows. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's really good. Yeah. I love that. Wow. So we are in, in a very interesting season right now. I like to call it special because the God is doing so much <laughs> realigning right now. Absolutely. Um, so if you think about this season, what is one word that would describe what God is teaching you in this season of your life? Uh, one word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> one word. Uh, patience. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I think patience. You know, because like you said about the season and everything that we're going through, a mm-hmm. lot of times we have things on our calendar, on our agenda, but ultimately it's about God's agenda. Um, yeah. And what he wants. And for those things, sometimes we have to wait longer than um, what we may have thought we had to wait. Or maybe some things got pushed back. And a lot of times, you know, God will, because he loves us and protects us, he will push things back and hold things away so that other things may come come forth before you get there. So that you can have resources before you get there so that people can be in place. And a lot of times those are the things that we don't really see um, spiritually. We just like, God, I just want to. I just want to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. God is, uh, you know, desiring us to have patience so that he can continue to be God in our life, in our situations and in our relationships and our finances and everything. And as we, you know, exercise patience, I like to use that word because the Bible talks about exercising as well. Um, as, as we exercise patience, then we'll grow in it. And when I, I like to use exercise also because, we understand that exercising anything over a period of time, it grows. Yes, absolutely. So, and, it, and it also requires some, you know, some movement <laughs> yes, yes. when you're exercising. Yes, definitely. So <laughs> Why most of us don't want to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So Man. If I could get one word, patience would be it. Patience, yeah. That's a good word, um, especially for this season, right? When he's stripping away things and, yes. you know, having us wait um, for some things, right? Yeah. Wow, that's good. Wow, is there anything else you want to share with us just about worship, whether it's prophetic worship or not, just anything that you want to share? Um, again, just be free, allow the Lord to use you um, yeah. in your uniqueness. You know, Ooh, like I said, a lot good. of a lot of times we, you know, it's okay to be influenced by. Um, other people and what other people do, but, it, but you have to be wise about your influence as well. 
and don't try to become your influence because then you would they would basically become your idol Ooh, and which come comes, on now which takes <laughs> That's a it word. takes us to a whole nother place. So once they become your idol, then you have to deal with um, other things that they deal with that you're not supposed to deal with just because you oh, basically wow. come into covenant with them and a lot of other things. So it goes a long way. But again, I, I, I'm not trying to turn into a teacher or anything, but listen, you teach. <laughs> if I, if I had the platform give, is open. <laughs> if I had to give that advice, that's that's what it would be. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Well, how in the world can people connect with you? I know that you have a YouTube and you're putting some, some teachings out there, you yes. know, <laughs> yes. um, your IG, any, uh, you know, upcoming information, share all of that so people can follow you. Um, our website is kirbylove.com. So most of all of my information is on there. Um, my YouTube is Kirby Love as well. Instagram, I am Kirby Love. Uh, most of my, um, information is on the website though how you can you know contact me on other platforms uh i am working on some new music as well as an artist Um, okay i haven't released any music as an artist in five years so there's a lot of uh there's a lot going into the process and the planning of releasing new music so that people can kind of start getting used to hearing me as an artist and stuff like that so Uh, okay wow that's amazing i'll make sure that i put all of your links your you know your website and Mm -hmm. um instagram all those things in the show notes so you all can see them there all right well this has been amazing yes (laughs) thank you for having me again i so appreciate you coming on um i have been nervous and um it's so interesting because i'm like whoo this is the person I listened to. <laughs> this person created <laughs> the music that I use in prayer. And so um, there's something a little that makes me nervous about that. I don't know why. But um, no. <laughs> but God, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for your gifts. I'm so grateful that God, you know, has anointed you in this way because you are blessing people all over the world. Um, I don't know how many messages and DMs you get, but, you know, for for people to really connect with God on a deeper level using the sounds that you created. Right. Or that he um, that he, you know, downloaded into you is just um, so amazing. And I can't wait to see, you know, everything else that happens as a result of, of what God is sharing with you. So, listen, I'm a fan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm um again just blessed to be on here and you know i'm i'm grateful i try to stay humble and everything you know never get too high you know, you know have yeah. or whatever but just in all things you know just give god the glory and just thank god for you know the process and being able to bless people you know absolutely all right so we need to it's three segments here and we got to move on to this application So let's move on to the A. We made it to the application, y'all. All All right. So it's that time where we have something to try. Well, wasn't that interview amazing? I mean, the intricacies and delicacies to that anointing. Oh, my gosh. So amazing. Well, as I went into prayer about this um, application session for this episode, it was a no brainer. God just reminded me what it was like for me to hear this album for the first time and how I just, um, you know, just laid out before him and what that looked like for me. Right. And so I want you to download a Call to Nations album. 
If you have Apple Music, it's pretty simple. You go type it in and you hit the add button. And I'm pretty sure that it's on other platforms as well. So I want you to download the album and I want you to go into prayer. All right, go into prayer. Now, this album is about 40 minutes long, you know, the entire album. And I know we normally talk about praying at least for 20 minutes. That's like a minimum at least. So this is like graduating. (laughs) We're doubling the amount of time that you pray right here, right now on this episode. So block out a good hour, you know, on your calendar where there are no distractions and you really have the time to just sit, you know, sit and spend time with God, spend time with your father, with Abba, and just soak in his presence, right? And I want you to listen to the entire album, listen to the whole album all the way through um, as you pray. Now, here is one thing that I want you to leave behind your agenda, whatever it is that you're going in. You're like, I want to pray for this. I want to pray for that. Nope. Leave it all behind. I want you to go into prayer, not with an agenda, but with a notebook and a pen. And that's all you need. That is all you need. And I say that because when you begin to listen to prophetic worship, it's awesome to go in. You know, I I often go in with things um, specific on my mind to pray about, but I just want you to be led be led by the spirit and pray as you are led. Pray whatever it is that drops into your spirit. Pray for whoever it is that drops into your spirit. Because again, your breakthrough is in this worship. Your answer is in this worship. Your next move is in this worship. Your next level is in this worship. And you're about to unlock some things in this worship. So Again, download Call to the Nation's album, go into prayer for at least 40 minutes long. That means block off your your calendar, no distractions. Go in without an agenda and bring your notebook and see what God does. I can't wait to hear about it. Of course, if you want to share, feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram at the Dr. Moore. That's T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E. Or feel free to shoot me an email at Moore at gmail.com. That's D-R-L-A-T-A-N-Y-A-M-O-O-R-E at gmail.com. I cannot wait to hear your testimonies. Come on, y'all. Send them in. Enjoy. So, Father, I thank you now, God, for this amazing episode. God, I thank you for our guests. I thank you for everyone who is under the sound of my voice. I thank you now, God, that you have given us the power to unlock things. I thank you that you've given us the power, oh God, to shift things. I thank you that you've given us the power, oh God, to just manifest things, oh God, through our worship. God, I thank you now that we worship in spirit and in truth, oh God. I thank you for being Abba in our worship experience. Experience, oh God. I thank you right now for meeting us right where we are, oh God, for sitting down beside us, oh God, for allowing your angels to ascend and descend upon us, oh God, as we go into worship, oh God. Lord, I thank you right now that we just sit at your feet, that we soak in your presence, God, that we give you glory, that we ascribe glory to your name, oh God. Lord, I thank you now, oh God, for who you are on earth, oh God. I thank you right now for who you are in the kingdom, oh God. God, I thank you that 
this worship experience, oh God, will be far greater, oh God. God, and it begins to catapult us into new levels and new realms and new journeys and new dimensions, oh God. I thank you right now, oh God, that this worship experience will take us places, oh God, in the spirit realm that we've never seen and we've never experienced a day in our lives. Lord, I thank you right now that this, this worship experience is elevating us, oh God. It's elevating us, oh God. Lord, I thank you right now for taking us to higher places, oh God. Lord, I thank you now now, God, that this experience, that this experience, oh God, is exactly what we need. God, I thank you for reconnecting us, oh God. I thank you for restoring us, oh God. I thank you right now for reviving us, oh God. I thank you right now for rejuvenation, oh God. God, I thank you now, oh God, that you are literally filling us with your spirit through this exercise. God, I thank you right now that even as we begin to listen to new sounds and hear trumpets play, oh God, Lord, I thank you right now, oh God, that it begins to do something to our mind, oh God, that it shifts, that it shifts, oh God. Lord, I thank you right now that our notepads and our notebooks, oh God, are full of revelation that you are just downloading and pouring into us, oh God. Lord, I thank you for swift obedience, oh God, that we're able to move in the in the direction that you want us to move, oh God, based on your word. Lord, thank you for speaking to us, oh God. Wrap your loving arms around us, God, and help us, oh God, to see you for you. God, thank you right now, God, for showing us even ourselves. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in. I am so excited about what God is doing in the lives of everyone connected to me. Thank you because it's because of you that this podcast is prospering. And so I appreciate you joining the journey with me. Feel free to hit subscribe, hit subscribe. I want you to know when the new episodes are coming out every Sunday at 2 p.m. Feel free to follow me at the Dr. Moore on Instagram. That's at T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E. And also, of course, you can feel free to send me an email at drlatanyamore at gmail.com. That's D-R-L-A-T-A-N-Y-A-M-O-O-R-E at gmail.com. If you are a faith-based entrepreneur and you want to partner, send me a message. I'd love to connect with you because listen, this is about to be epic.